In today's episode of the Flashlights and Stuff podcast, I want to talk to you about a flashlight that isn't the newest model to hit the shelves, but is a tried and true flashlight that is very worthy of consideration today. If you're looking for a well-built, dependable, 1000 lumens flashlight, you'll want to consider the Phoenix TK16. So let's get this review started in 3, 2, 1. The 1000 lumens Phoenix TK16 was the first Phoenix flashlight that came with a dual tactical tail switch. So if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you'll know that the dual tactical tail switch is my favorite flashlight user interface. So making the decision to pull the string on a TK16 was an easy decision for me. So let's talk about how Phoenix decided to design their dual tactical tail switch. On the TK16, there are two distinct buttons on the tail cap. The large round button can be depressed halfway to momentarily turn the flashlight on, or you can depress it completely to have the flashlight on. The secondary switch is a smaller oval button, and this secondary switch cycles the light through the lighting modes, or you can press it down and hold it until the strobe comes on. When you click it again, you turn the strobe off. One thing I wanted to note about the smaller secondary switch is that it sits at a 45 degree angle to the main tail switch. So without talking to the product designer, I can't really tell you why they decided to do this. There's only one way for you to position the flashlight in your hand and gain easy access to both tail switches. Uh, You know, you wrap your four fingers around the barrel of the flashlight and lay your thumb across the smaller secondary switch and the main switch. So in this position, smaller switch first, followed by the main switch underneath your thumb, It's really the only way to get the leverage you need to easily operate both switches on this flashlight. So I guess the question begs is why only one good thumb position? Well, somebody decided to machine an extension on the tail cap so you can attach a flashlight lanyard there. I don't know about you, I rarely use the lanyard that comes with the flashlight, so I'm not sure why Phoenix designed this into it. They could have easily taken that, you know, lanyard attachment and designed it into the anti-roll mechanism, which is, you know, typically where most of the manufacturers do this at. Uh, you just don't want to put anything in the way of um, the dual tactical tail switch. You want to be able to easily get to both of those switches uh, because, let's face it, you know, the reason you get a flashlight like this is because you might be considering it as a non-lethal self-defense tool. And so uh, you don't want to be fumbling around with a flashlight in your hand and trying to figure out how to get to that one switch you need to turn the strobe on. So that's my main beef with the way that they've designed this switch. I want to talk a little bit about the TK16's dual tactical tail switch from the standpoint of how it works. You'll be pleased to know that you probably won't need to look at the user manual that comes with the TK16. The flashlight user interface is just that simple. For me, that's a gigantic plus. The one thing that I absolutely hate reading are user manuals, particularly when I have to go through a bunch of gymnastics to try to figure out how to get my flashlight into the mode that I want. Some companies are more successful at this than others, but most of the time they're a real pain in the butt to get them set up the right way. The flashlight turns on by depressing the main switch. So once it clicks on, you depress the secondary switch and you can cycle through the four lighting modes that way. And the TK16 uses memory. So if you turn it off in a specific lighting mode and you turn the flashlight back on, 
you'll be in that same mode. If you press and hold the secondary switch down, you'll get immediate access to the strobe. It's very simple to take the Phoenix TK-16 and set it up in a tactical mode. So you just fire it up, stop at the turbo mode, turn the flashlight off. Now when you turn it back on, you'll be in turbo mode. If you hit the secondary switch, you're in strobe. So boom, you've set it up. It's a purely tactical flashlight. Or if you want to use it normally as a task light by accessing the right mode for the right lighting situation, that's a piece of cake as well. Let's talk a little bit about the LED that the TK-16 uses. It uses a Cree XML2U2 LED. All I really want to say about this LED is when you couple this with the overall flashlight design, it's going to give you more flood than throw. So if you want a 1000 lumens flashlight that leans more towards the throw side of things, um, you might want to look for ones that use the Cree XPL High V3 LED. Uh, that's just a brighter LED, particularly in the center. So if you prefer a flashlight that gives you a more balanced light across your field of vision, I think the Phoenix TK16 should be your flashlight. You're going to like this light. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about lumens, make sure and listen to my podcast episode about lumens. And I go into more detail about flashlight flood and throw, flashlight design, LEDs, you know, what it means to you when you buy a tactical flashlight. So back to the TK16 LED. So the LED tint on the flashlight that I purchased is definitely white, but it's not a cool white. Uh, it definitely leans toward the warmer side. If you're a flashlight tint snob, which I'm beginning to get lean that way as I buy more flashlights, I'm just telling you right now, it's a, it's a warmer white tint. From a, from a size standpoint, I classify the TK-16 as a mid-size flashlight. You know, you can easily carry it in the front pocket of your jeans. The one thing I want to caution you about is the head of the flashlight is wider than the body. Some people might find this a bit uncomfortable. So the flashlight does have a somewhat pronounced crenellated strike bezel. If you carry this flashlight daily, it's probably going to start to cause some pocket wear and tear. I'm just letting you know that there are other flashlights in the 1000 lumens classification that will, would probably be more comfortable to carry. So the TK-16 spreads out your light across four different lighting modes. Low mode is 10 lumens. Mid-range is at 150. High is at 400. And turbo and strobe are at 1000 lumens. Personally, I think that's a nice usable spread. Doesn't have any big lighting gaps. So none of that was an issue for me. So now I want to talk a little bit about fit, finish, and durability. I typically find all Phoenix flashlights to be above average for fit and finish. Uh, you know, you can pay. You pay a bit more for them. In my opinion, they should definitely be a better fit and finish because you're paying a little extra money. Uh, the TK-16 is no exception. The threads are clean. The machining looks good. The anodizing looks good. The LED is well-centered. Um, I will say that the anodizing is more of a matte black than it is a shiny black finish. I suppose from a tactical perspective, that's a good thing. Uh, so it's definitely Call of Duty ready. Just add it to your loadout. It'll fit right in with your AK-117 Evil chip, your Shock RC, and Purifier. Uh, sorry, the COVID-19 lockdown has me 
probably playing way more video games than I should should be. I, I know some people consider these to be minor details, but unlike some other brands, the anti-roll mechanism is machined aluminum and not plastic. And also the pocket clip band around the barrel of the flashlight is wider and thicker. So in other words, if you clip this to your tactical vest or a pack, uh, pulling the flashlight away from the clip is going to be almost impossible without you noticing that you're snagged on something. For me, it's these little extra attention uh, to details and various items on the flashlight that keep me going back and buying Phoenix lights. The TK16 runs on a 18650 rechargeable battery. Because the internal battery compartment uses a dual spring design, meaning you have a spring at the positive and negative ends of the battery carrier to hold the battery in place. Um, you can more easily use uh, like a flathead battery if you want to. Right now today, for example, I'm running a Nightcore 18650 uh, in the light right now. It works just fine. So you don't have to worry about any kind of proprietary battery issues with this particular flashlight. So Phoenix does have a re remote pressure switch setup. Uh, as an accessory to this TK16. So if you want to run this as a weapons light, you can. Uh, you know, just bear in mind that flashlights in this price range don't have fully potted electronics. So if you run this flashlight on a tactical shotgun, I think your mileage may vary. If you're running it on an AR platform, uh, I think you're going to be okay with that. I, don't, I just don't think weapons recoil is going to be an issue on the flashlight overall durability. So the TK16 uses a monitor for flash output. So in other words, if you turn on the flashlight at 1,000 lumens and walk away, it'll ramp down the output so it avoids overheating and potentially damaging the circuitry. It's IPX8 rated, so it can be submerged in water as deep as 2 meters. You know, that's pretty standard for this uh, level of flashlight. So regardless of where you buy a Phoenix TK16, it should come packaged with a lanyard, a spare O-ring, and a holster. I recommend getting a 18650 rechargeable battery and battery charger as well, if uh, whatever package you're buying doesn't include it. Uh, one thing to note is the TK16 won't charge the battery while it's in the flashlight, so it doesn't have a USB port or a magnetic port or anything like that. You do need an external battery charger for your 18650. So to wrap things up, if you need a well-built everyday carry flashlight for EDC rotation, I think the Phoenix TK16 is worth a look. You know, particularly if you want a 1000 lumen flashlight with a nicely balanced light output. If the folks at Phoenix had designed the dual tactical tail switch a bit differently, I'd be giving this flashlight a 5 out of 5 stars, but since I felt the design felt a bit short, I ranked this flashlight 4 out of 5 stars. You know, truthfully, I think 99% of the people that buy and use this flashlight will really like it. I'm just ultra picky about dual tail cap switch design. I think that it should be super easy to get to the strobe mode with no fumbling around with the flashlight in my hand. So that's why I had to give it four out of five stars. So until next time, stay healthy, hang in there. Uh, this crazy time we're in won't last forever. Thanks for listening. And I really appreciate the fact that you've taken a few minutes out of your day to listen to this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Flashlights and Stuff podcast. For detailed photos of the items reviewed in this podcast, check out flashlightsandstuff.com.
you'll find additional information not in the show notes. So until next week, don't forget to subscribe to Flashlights and Stuff so you don't miss a single thing.